Hey, I'm Raina. And I'm Nikki. This is our podcast where we're talking about how healing yourself includes tapping into your intuition. With a few laughs and some sage advice. To help you see that all the answers are inside of you if If you you just just shut shut up up and listen. listen. One is a genius, the other is insane. We'll let you decide. Um, how do you want to word this? If we could focus on, like, the deeper levels of exploitation. One of the things that continually comes up because of the style of business I've created is um, people that show up at my front door are very socially aware. Mm -hmm. So they know that animals have been tested on. They know that children have been put in mines. Their moms have been sold into sex slavery for us to have mica and all this, like, really unethical, exploitive things have gone down to create not just makeup i mean this is everything this is like paint in in Mm -hmm. high-end sports cars this is like this is everything but for the sake of what i do for a living that's a lot of the motivation for people to come to my front door and want to shop with me because i um, am very public about the fact that that is not permissible with anything that i retail but the deeper we get down into the since we're full service and consultations and education the deeper we get down into it, these wonderful humans are showing up at my front door that want to make a difference with how they're voting with their with their dollar every day. And then they have these really unrealistic expectations around beauty, what they're supposed to look like. All of their less than mm-hmm. issues are coming up all the time. And all of these are brought to you by Insert Beauty Brand Marketing here. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, if we really want to get super gritty and juicy about exploitation, it's like... What about the exploitation that's happening to us every day to make us think we actually need all this stuff and how everyday, very normal human problems like pores, pimples, wrinkles, these very normal human things are a problem Mm -hmm. because man can a profit ever be made on a problem. Absolutely. These things aren't problems until someone made them a problem Mm -hmm. for us and then they exploit us. By telling us there's this solution. But the the super frustrating thing is this has been going on since like the 50s, 60s where the creams and the ads and the things have – we have been on this perpetual wheel of buying, buying, buying. None of us are getting this uh, result. Right. None of us are with any of the products. We're all disappointed all the time. I'm not saying none of them don't give us a measure of result, but not what's pitched at us what's that's going to happen. What's sold to us as the like solution. The solution, or we're all sold that really rare best case scenario, mm-hmm. but it's like that caveat of, so this product is going to be the thing, but she also completely changed her lifestyle, changed her food, drank right. more water, <laughs> started exercise, mindful practices, all this, but the all the person sees is this cream this is product. going to be yeah. the thing, but that's not real. Mm-hmm. But since we're all feeling less than every day, these ads coming up solving that mm-hmm. thing that makes your you less whatever, mm-hmm. less beautiful, less your pores, you could drive a Jeep into them. Your wrinkles are like, how dare you age, you terrible person mm-hmm. for aging. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are vul- like vulnerable points for us. Mm-hmm. And immediately the ads are based on that. Mm-hmm. L'Oreal back in like 2012, I think it was, did a survey as all, like, even I have it. I have analytics on my social media of the things that attract people to you. 
And they found that a massive percentage of their clients through a survey, a massive amount of their clients were concerned about pores. Massive amount. So where did they start focusing their, their marketing? Towards pores. So they just did surveys to find out what people were scared about the most and then change their marketing to fit in with what people, yeah. 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 And what it comes down to, to to beauty, North America, different cultures Mm -hmm. have different things. But North America, um, wrinkles, Mm -hmm. pores, texture, and pigmentation, so evenness of tone. Those are the things that if any, if you can put those three things on any branding, which some of them will put all three and very few, very few things will manage all three. Right. And there's so many variables about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them are temporary things because we're having, you know, a, a, a spike in our, our hormones. So our, our pores are more dilated. It's temporary. Or but like pigmentation is pigmentation, like a discoloring. A like, discoloring. It can yeah, be from that. hormones. It goes away. It can. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's permanent right. because of age from sun okay. damage from our younger years. And it's like, and but no one's asking the questions. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh my God, you have that spot. This will fix it. You don't even know how they got the spot. If it's right. a spot from a, a t- temporary thing or not. And then, you know, take it one step further, the more invasive things, the questions aren't being asked. And sometimes these more invasive ones are actually making these situations worse. Mm-hmm. So, because the questions aren't being asked, but it's that vulnerable point again, where the, the, Beautiful humans are rolling in. They're going, this is, I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. And the expectation of what their skin's supposed to look like for a person who's living a life is just, it's not realistic, but it's that constant trying to buy the thing to make them good enough. Mm -hmm. And that's like baseline of exploitation there, which is creating the companies that create the products that test on the animals and exploit the children. And it's like, if we can get on top of that base level mm-hmm. exploitation and become feeling enough, the amount of products that are needed that are exploiting things to be created, like there's our, there's our baseline mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, and I don't know if it's a this life thing or a past life thing, because I believe in multiple lives. It's one of my Nikki isms. I actually like one of my triggers in life is injustice. When mm-hmm. I see things happening I just, I get so upset. So when I'm watching these marketing things and I, I'm understanding what they're doing and how it's working. But that, but right there, so many people can't. They can't. They can't see it that way. They yeah. can't like flip it on its head and be like, why is this coming at me from yeah. that perspective? And why they am I triggered right it. now? Yeah, yeah. And why, why do, why do I feel so drawn to do this now? Yeah. But because they, they found your vulnerability. Right. Yeah. And, and it's good. Like they're yeah. good at it, but yeah. we have to be questioning that. Yeah. And what that's what they, I what's love. What's their agenda here? That's what I love about how I choose to do business is because when people say, I need the thing and I just say, well, why? Yeah. And they're like, well, because. Or I use this product. What's it doing for you? Yeah. Do you need it? And no one. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let's explore that. Yeah. Because if there's nothing wrong with you or let's explore why you think that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't even know how many clients and it's at the point where I actually want to get them out of my shop, but, um, I have hand mirrors mm-hmm. that have the two sides. So there's the regular mirror and the fucking magnified oh, the mirror. hundred times or whatever. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Mine are only like 15 times, but like, that's the best that's I could lot. do. I, mm-hmm. I need hand mirrors in my shop. Mm-hmm. And, um, as you know, everything for me is like based on what's available through secondhand, through whatever. So I get what I get. And of course what I got had 
magnified. I'm like, mm. I'll just stick a stick. Like one of mine has a uh, give us a Google review sticker on the magnified side. <laughs> that's and awesome. that's the one I have closest to my consultation station. So when people try to flip right. to look at the magnified, they don't get a magnified. They're like, give me a Google <laughs> review. <laughs> so it's like, it's kind of fuck you, right? That's but, really funny. But the amount of people, once I bring up the, because they come in and they're like, Nikki, uh, I need like pores mm-hmm. are my thing. And I mean, I do have a great blog on the website about that because I want everyone to fall in love with their pores because they're freaking the coolest thing ever once you know what their job is. And we're basically told that we shouldn't have them. No. They're a problem. How dare you have pores Mm -hmm. on your face? It's Mm -hmm. like, what? How dare you be a human? They're part of our immune system. They're Mm -hmm. part of our like protection functions. They're like amazing and getting blackheads and getting breakouts and getting those things. A measure of it is normal. Mm-hmm. It's when it exceeds that measure of normal that your body's sending you a smoke signal that something's wrong. And right. it's, and that's where, you know, your professionals come in to help you like, okay, let's get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Where's the, where's the problem right. and how can we address it? And a lot of the times with things that exceed past that typical occasional breakout or congested pores, a little bit of blackhead action, usually the problem's much deeper than a skin cream or a right. like stop wearing that makeup like it goes much more into practices mm-hmm. lifestyle and things and asking a cream to be a permanent solution is not real creams right. can be temporary solutions in a heartbeat if someone's like i'm getting married in a month i need to get on top of this i'm the first person who say let's talk benzoyl peroxide I'm the first one. I'm the first one who would say, you know what? I probably can't get you something strong enough to get you for your wedding in four weeks. You should make an appointment with your doctor Mm. or go talk to a pharmacist. Because if you want action that fast, that it's not real for me to help you. Right. But that is not a long-term solution because we never got to the root of the problem. Exactly. So it's like... be back here again in a year. Go have your wedding. Mm -hmm. Go feel confident. Go use the thing. It's going to... Do its thing. Yeah. And if you don't address the problem, it's still going to be waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Come on back after you're married mm-hmm. and let's... And it's going to suck because we're going to have to have breakouts and we're going to have to deal with inflammation. We're going to have to have hard conversations about eating foods you don't like mm-hmm. and maybe not eating foods you love and having more measured balance in your life. But that's the reality. Or I could keep exploiting you. I mean, oh my God, those pimples are making you so ugly. We don't want to look at you. Your looks are making us uncomfortable. So if you could use these really like chemically things on your face all the time, that would be great. But let's not get to the root of your problem. I would rather go the other way. Get to the root of it. So Holistic then solutions, please. Yes. But also having realistic expectations yeah, of totally. what our skin does mm-hmm. every day. And there are imperfections with that like you can't expect your skin to do what it does every day walking up the street the car exhaust the guy vaping on you dude coughed on you your pores dilated because the uv index is 11 plus it's trying to excrete sebum to do all these things because you're dehydrated because you drank six coffees instead of water and then you're like why do i have blackheads well because you're look human at all these things yeah and look at what mm-hmm. happened and you went to bed without washing your face for a week mm-hmm. because you're too tired because you've been drinking too much coffee and not drinking enough water and your bowels aren't functioning properly. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get real. Mm-hmm. Let's get real. So, let's get to the bottom line here. Yeah. And really, like, it's hard because when you get into the malls, they're designed to... Oh, God. Are we going to talk about malls? Well, it's not just malls. I mean, there's beauty boutiques of all sorts and shapes and sizes. But um, malls have a temperature and climate that is especially... The lighting, the sounds, Mm -hmm. everything is based on getting you prime to spend. Mm -hmm. And um, it even happens to me, which is why I don't go. I just don't go. And I find myself quite 
what, I don't know what the word would be. I'm quite uh, disciplined mm-hmm. at this point. Like I, I get in flow much easier. I'm, I'm not. I get into that nice disciplined place right. where I walk in, but I still get the needling. I yeah. want that. I want that. I want that. I want that. And everywhere I go, I want it. And look at that in the window and it's sparkly and I want it. Oh, it's in pink too. You know, and it's like, oh, then I leave there and I'm like, I'm sad. I didn't get the things. But you can watch your, observe your mind yes, go through the process it. of, oh, that's interesting that I feel like I need that when yeah. I know that I don't need that. Yeah, I know I don't need that and I already had two like it and they either went in the cupboard under the yeah. sink or they were donated because I never did need them, but why do I feel I need it again? Mm-hmm. Or I would never wear that outfit anywhere. I And loving it on that mannequin is different than loving it on me. Totally. And that's another thing we get tripped up in. Mm -hmm. Or my favorite fucking exploitation of all fucking time is sale. Sale. So now we're going to sell you something at a discounted price that you don't even fucking Mm -hmm. need. That is exploitation, but it's that value need. Mm-hmm. So you didn't even need it to begin with, but now you're in the, the situation, you're feeling whatever, because retail therapy, yeah, thanks for that, because that's not in any way helpful, because leaving a place to buy things you didn't need to mm-hmm. spend money you maybe couldn't even afford not to shame spiral later, yeah. how is that in any way mm-hmm. therapeutic? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so for me, that whole... When, when retail stores are selling you things you don't even need at a discounted price, that is just by, like, that's, like, insidious to me. Mm-hmm. Because now you get home with a thing you didn't even need, but think you saved money when you didn't even need it. Yeah. It's like, And then ugh. you're going to have confused feelings when you look at it, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I still kind of love it, but it's not as exciting as it was when it was in the store. Now yeah. that it's home with me, and I don't even know how I feel about it anymore. Yeah. And that can be like clothes, that can be yeah. makeup, that can be skincare, that can be, which is when but I how do. How do you like lift the veil for people on that? Like yes. how do you get, how do you get more people to be seeing it that way it's and a one be thing able at a time. to step out? Yeah. One thing at a time. So it's all in your head. It's all, we're all, all in our heads. That right? is our reality. Our yeah. reality is what's happening in our head and none yeah. of us are seeing anything the same as the next person. But I just hate how many people are being fooled by it every it's day. It's true. So. And that's, for me, that's the injustice piece. Yes. I'm like, I want to help you yeah. do the thing. And when, like, for me, I have a, a client that's been working with me for a couple of years. And she was a shopping junkie mm. based on um, distraction and less than, which most of us are. Yeah. But her spending habits were harmful, mm. like the amount and for her, it was very much about brand name. Okay. Because there was an affluence attached yes. to that that gave her a sense of... Like better than? Like, like success. Yes, because exactly. Because that label was a success. Yeah. When in actuality, her family was financially struggling. Mm-hmm. So her addiction was to buying the things that had that perception of wealth. Right. When they really couldn't afford it. Right. Um, so when things would get more financially tight, she would go spend more money at oh, insert wow. prestige luxury mm-hmm. brand name counter here. And uh, it got to the point where she would buy stuff and she would be splitting things up between credit cards and between cash and debit so that it wasn't, uh, her husband couldn't see her purchases. Oh, wow. Because she felt shame. Wow. And because if she was in that point, confess not my words, her words, she was out of control. Wow. And so she and I started working together a very... Casually at first, with me just planting seeds, supporting, holding space, helping her navigate through through things. And 
over the course of two years, we got her established on her sustainability plan of what her personal dialogue needed to be when she was experiencing that trigger in her mm-hmm. body that she needed to go by that, those things that made her. Cause it's feel. not that the trigger goes away. No, the it's just how you deal with it. It's just how you deal with it and how you become aware of it and how you, you manage it when it comes up. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I do have it set up so that people can like message me through messenger and be like, help. I'm at, you know, insert beauty boutique name here or beauty store here. And I'm spiraling. Right. And I can't necessarily get it to them immediately. I mean, I do run a business, but Within a reasonable time frame, mm-hmm. I'm like, how are you? Mm-hmm. Did you do the thing? With no shame, no judgment. What's their Let's return policy? Can, yeah. you, can you bring it back? Like, yeah. And not feel bad about it. Yeah. Unopened, you made a, you made a mistake. Um, but what's really interesting is now with where, where she's at, with her work and her understanding where her emotions are behind that, she sent me a message and said that she and her husband are actually going on a really nice vacation to uh, Europe because she didn't spend the money on the makeup and they couldn't have afforded that before because she was spending all the money and that her husband have been knew but for, it was kind of yeah. became that dinosaur in the room that no mm. one was talking about because her shopping addiction was a problem but no one really wanted to deal with it right but it, what it came down to is it, you, when you're at that point you can't just stop shopping right you are doing it some people it's drugs some people exactly. it's drinking yep. some people it's eating some people it's just insert, another addiction yeah insert you know, um, distracting, Mm -hmm. insert, um, like, uh, that attempt to pacify, ground yourself, practice that maybe temporarily work to get your dopamine Mm -hmm. because you do get a nice hit of dopamine when you do that, but man, it drops and that's the end of it. And then now you're stuck with the thing and the bill and you don't feel so great Mm -hmm. anymore. And, um, anyway, so like, it's things like that where it's like, victory she's not being exploited anymore and now she gets the benefits of being free of that that's amazing yeah and she's still trying to use up all the stuff she has at home and realizing how little of it she actually Actually needed needed. yeah because uh you know once makeup's open it has a the timer starts and it has a shelf life Mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of it she opened right away because she's excited so then it was all open so it's all on the clock and now she's realizing as we're going through i'm like i'm so sorry but this is like this is like been opened for three years and it's mm-hmm. a cream like it, it's not it's safe to yeah. use anymore mm-hmm. or you know things so now it's we're coming to that point where a lot of it's getting cycled through for me to help her you know empty them and get them through my different recycling streams mm-hmm. i have and it's it's saying to her i'm not saying go buy a new one now because right. it's gone it was full right yeah so maybe we should reconsider if this is something you're even going to need and my favorite thing with that is is if you're at that point where you're if something's got to go take that time and look at it mm-hmm. and try to remember what happened at the store the day you bought it right or what was happening with you emotionally that day were and if you, you were super stressed you probably don't even remember possibly right? or one of the things that comes up a lot when when my clients i'm like so when you did that what came up uh things that come up a lot of the time was it was a vulnerability that was played mm. on or it was a pushy salesperson right and they just so want to get the heck out of there they want to get there. the heck yeah, out of yeah. there and the the salesperson twisted things up to make it sound like it was more than it, it was yes. so then they were excited but they didn't ask the questions about whether the person could follow through lifestyle wise like it's like the people who buy the five-step skincare routines but they struggle to just wash their face right if you're struggling to just wash your face only commit to a cleanser mm-hmm. why buy a four-step system when you know you can't follow through and don't feel bad about it like just don't feel bad about it that's just your truth and it's totally okay get your face cleanser and say thanks i appreciate it's a system 
but it's not a system if it sits on my on my counter. Right. It's not a system to me. Yeah. If this cleanser cannot stand alone, it's your job to find me a cleanser that can stand alone. If mm-hmm. this cleanser requires these other components, that's not the cleanser for me and it's your job to find me a freestanding cleanser. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's... But are people more used to seeing steps? Like they think Absolutely. it'll be more well, functional. Well, I have people that come in and they're more. like, I need a toner. And I'm like, why? They don't know what to say. I'm like, well, what's your toner's job? They don't know. They don't know why. Well, yeah. I cleanse, so I need to tone. Right. Well, what's your toner doing? Well, it's finishing taking off my makeup. I'm like, no, that's what your cleanser and makeup room remover's for. And then they're like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. But if you don't know what your toner's job is, you don't know if you need it. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. And I'm not saying you don't need a toner. Right. It's just let's explore what the different toners are because they have different jobs. Totally different jobs. Mm-hmm. And some people don't even know that some of their toners are exfoliating and they're doing their toner after they exfoliate. It's like, holy fuck, what are you doing? I think the problem is too, like there's no, like how you're educating people, but most of your, or most of your clients are likely adults, but I'm sure you have teenage clients. But I'm thinking about like when I was, te- when I was a teenager and... It's like you're looking at the magazines and, and all of the ads, that, here's the products that you need. And, and you don't know what they're for, but they're just you're just told why, why you need them. And it's not even about what it's actually doing. It's like, oh, well, the girls um, on the ads are like, you know, whatever, walking yeah. on the beach with their surfboards and their bikinis and their like sun-kissed hair and their, yeah. and their, and their skin's glowing. And you're just like, yes, I, I, want to I need to do that. Yeah. Because I remember you saying to me when we first met, I was like, I need to, f- I need to figure out a skincare routine. And you were like, you do? Like, I was like, oh, well, I don't, I don't like really have one. And you were like, um, I can't remember the exact wording that you said, but it was, it was the same thing. Like where you just were like questioning, like, do you need that? And it was like, oh, I don't, I don't actually know. I don't actually know what any of it's for. I've never been educated. Yeah. And I know that you have to wash and tone and moisturize. That's all I know. I don't know what those things do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And not everyone right? does like, need no. that. Yeah, like, right, exactly. And that's what's really fascinating about it. And, like, I'm not, I don't want to take away the ritual. Right. Because the ritual has its place. Um, mm-hmm. I, myself, do have a ritual. And there is some components of my skin care that technically, based on my skin type and my concerns, I may or may not need as much as I commit to it. Yeah. But what I do need is those few minutes to do it. Right. And that feel good. Mm -hmm. And I would never want to take that away from somebody because that is a real part of it. Mm -hmm. And when we're going to be like kind of throwing those self-care words around, it's identifying those moments you need. Totally. And that's a huge part of Mm self-care. And for me, those few minutes at night when I'm doing my little thing, that's my five minutes of like just, Yes. And I have this whole kind of mental process that happens of me more or less washing the day wash the day off yes absolutely as i'm wringing out the cloth and taking the schmutz from my face and like running it down the drain i'm doing a mental yeah like it's it's i'm washing that away those um like more i don't want to use the word negative moments but some moments with people are like high stress moments and i do take on some of their you just need to move it out of and i just need to like yeah that's not mine yeah that was heavy. Mm-hmm. So you need to move that through me mm-hmm. and uh, down the drain it goes. And that's a huge part of my nightly ritual. Yeah. And I'm doing it via the path of skincare products. Right. But I'm not holding those products to an expectation because I know based on my needs and my skincare things, 
they're not they're not going to do a thing because a skincare product can't help me emotionally cleanse. Right. But the moments it gives me does. And that's knowing the difference, right? But and if, you choosing it. Yeah, and, right? and being in awareness of mm-hmm. that. But for me to actually be putting that that product of um, in that case, it is a, a slower absorbing serum that I take that extra time to massage my face with. Mm-hmm. Um, the features and benefits of that product are irrelevant to me mm-hmm. because that's not why I'm using it. Right. So for me to be, if I was to be buying that as a consumer for the features and benefits of the product and it was just sold to me because it's a high priced item and the and I'm sorry to like pick on the salespeople because a lot of them go to work and have sales expectations right. to keep their job. Yes. Yeah. And I, I understand that because I was there and that yeah. is a horrible feeling when you are not making your sales quotas and you know you're exploiting people to make them so you can keep your job. That's, That's fucked. Awful. It's like layers of bullshit. And then and especially even like at holidays, they'll be even more yeah. pushy because they're trying to make their specific their quota specific, for that holiday. Yeah. And it's a t- terrible because when that, person comes and you know they will drop that extra money Mm -hmm. to buy the extra expensive one that's like a Mm cha-ching not a oh my god I really paired that woman with the right product right it's a cha-ching okay my goal for today was this much now Mm -hmm. I can take this off my goal so I feel good so um, what's motivating the people to sell to you isn't necessarily for your Mm well-being so much as as the the bottom line for the business which is again just layers of people being exploited totally. which is icky which makes me feel like icky um, cuz it'd be nice if everyone benefit and yeah. not just you benefit but i'm getting screwed out of a product that i don't need yeah. and money giving away to something that yeah. i and is for not someone to, help me and for someone to buy what they really need which is lesser price but then the salesperson to get mm-hmm. in shit because mm-hmm. they didn't upsell you right. like that's fucked like that's fucked like corporate culture corporate culture yeah and i mean there were times when like when I was working for, for bigger brands, I worked for very big brands and there was like actual mantras like this week we're focusing on this. So every single customer at the end of the transaction, you need to upsell this product. And let's remember, this does not mean upsell this product because it's good for the client. It's because their warehouses it's are full and they need to move just them upsell. through. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my God, our sales on mascara went down. Now we have too much mascara in the warehouses. We need nationally the girls to push the mascaras harder. This is not in the interest in the customers. This is in the interest of our business. Let's tack a mascara on to everyone. Let's make it a contest so that girls that sell the most mascaras, they'll get a prize. Jesus. This is not about the customers. No. I can't. No. So that's and it, and I'm so far away from it. It's weird to talk about because it's yeah. like right. I used to like be in that and that and then not question it and just like that's just how it was. But then yeah. when you hear about it again after being removed from it for so long and I'm not like I don't like I don't have cult, uh, corporate or pop culture in my life. So when I have to talk about it, it's very uncomfortable. Super. Uncomfortable. But then it's like oh well, but it's only uncomfortable because now that I know the truth of it, mm. it's. It's harder to hear, it's I guess. It's so hard to yeah. hear. Yeah. It is. And for me, it's like, I can't believe I did that. Right. And not just for a little while, for like 20 years. You were and also then, raising your son. I was also raising right? my son. Yeah. And do it like, doing so what we layers have to do, in the- to do the thing. <laughs> yes, it's, exactly. And it's layers. And it's the same. Like, I remember being uh, dragged in. I worked at a department store. One of the department store expectations isn't only having your sales quota, your add-on quota, because they're two different quotas. You also have a credit card selling quota. Mm, interesting. And so I was really great at sales. And anyone that's been in here now, even with my new mm-hmm. twist on it, 
I, I am really great at customer care. Mm-hmm. And that's because I genuinely care. Mm-hmm. And that did show even totally. when I was there uh, in the mainstream world. Um, but that one step further of selling the credit cards was immoral to me. Because I know these people, they just open their wallet. They already have five credit cards, right. which means they're probably living in debt. Yeah. I am not adding another one on. Mm-hmm. So here I am. But you would get some commission for doing that. You would get some commission and accolades. Because okay. in a culture like that, if you're the cool girl getting yeah. the accolades, mm-hmm. thou, that's that weird uh, a rejection culture, right? Yeah, yeah. Which we get, we get pulled into because basically as human beings, we just want to be accepted. By and the when tribe. Yeah, yeah, and if we're not being accepted, we feel uh, in danger. Mm-hmm. And that just comes from, that's ingrained in us mm-hmm. from, from evolution. Yeah. And so when you're not you feel badly and, mm-hmm. and pained. And um, here I was, one of the top performing salespeople nationally. I had incredible client loyalty. All the reviews coming in about, oh, Nikki's so great. Nikki's so great. We love Nikki. I was on performance review all the time because I wasn't selling credit cards. Getting dragged into the manager's office, you didn't sell any credit cards. Wow. So I'm constantly under pressure to sell credit cards. Even though I'm doing great in five other right. areas, um, but it's not good enough because the businesses make more money on the credit cards. They don't give a fuck that right, someone's right, in right. debt yeah. and struggling. Oh, we can if you get this credit card today, you get X amount free on your purchase, mm-hmm. or we're going to throw on this extra amount of points for you today, which equals this much stuff. And then it's just like the sale sign. You're like, yeah. I need that. Yes, I need, I need that. that. But then after 30 days, if you haven't paid for it, this is the interest, which means the sale never happened. And if you don't pay the thing and then they're going to roll your points over to make your payment for you. So now you're just fucked. Then you got another credit card. Then you got another <gasps> credit card to deal with. And uh, so, yeah, that for me was a huge, weird, exploitive thing that was happening kind of behind the scenes that was like unjust to me and I couldn't mm-hmm. do it. So... I'm really happy that the Green Vanity does not have credit cards because yeah, no. and I do not go, go get dragged in for performance reviews anymore. <laughs> you could performance review yourself. I could performance review Oh my review God, that myself. would be funny. It would be. We should do that as a podcast. We'll performance review ourselves. Oh my God, that's a really great <laughs> so podcast. Based, what and, it, based on the values of your business. That's awesome. Because, yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yes. Let's do that's that. that's what it comes down to. And I love it when these like different businesses are throwing these like core values around. But then if you actually dissect it yeah. and look at it, it's like, are you really though? Like, I know that's what you're putting forth for the customers to see, but is that what's actually happening within your business? Like for the employees and the culture right. of your actual yes. business. And I'm not saying all businesses are or aren't. There's beautiful businesses out there, but I've seen both sides. I've seen businesses that portray these things publicly, mm-hmm. but when you get behind the scenes, you're like, oh, that's definitely not happening. And I'm glad you're throwing those really great words around. As marketing. As, as marketing, and then not actually like being that thing. This is opening up a whole new can of worms. A whole can of worms. Do we, do we have some closing statements about exploiting and consumerism? Society, consumerism. Well, I feel like it's a disease. It, I, I see it as yeah, a disease. It, it's, it is a, just a viral yeah, and issue. The, the, I agree with you and disagree with you. Because okay. most of the time when it's a sickness thing, people are aware they're sick. Oh, that, well, yeah. Yeah. And in this case, it's just, it's happening to such a degree that it's so ingrained in us and it's so, that we think it's fucking normal. Oh, for sure. And to me, that's what's the scariest. Is we well, keep, if you got one weirdo in your group of friends, you might, you might have a little bit of awareness that it's yeah. not. 
You don't have to be in that yeah. scene. Yeah. But to me, anything that. that happens that costs you a lot of money that you're not using and is now creating feelings of sadness, mm-hmm. creating feelings of shame, creating a rift in your family mm-hmm. because you're engaging in something that's negatively impacting whether you have groceries. Like, this isn't good. Like, these, these are indicators of a problem. And it... Root. Yeah. And it's one of those things that... What happens is when, when people engage in it, they're the bad one. Why do you keep buying it? Why do you... You were exploited. You were convinced that mm-hmm. you needed that thing because you'll be happier, prettier, more blah, insert thing that's not enough, younger yeah. looking. You're going to somehow defy death. Like whatever your fear is, is going to be played on you. And guess what? They already rolled the surveys out to make sure of it. Right. To confirm. Yeah. Well, then I guess our closing statement is that you are enough. Oh my God, you're totally enough. And I'm sorry this is happening to you. Yes. And I'm sorry that you have to actually take that step back in moments and take a deep breath and say, why? Mm -hmm. And question it. Like, why is the most powerful question when you're there? Yeah. Why? Question and, everything. Yeah. And it's not necessarily about the product. It's about the feeling. Exactly. Why am I here? Why mm-hmm. am I buying this? What got me here? What happened? Am I, am I triggered about something entirely different? And am, am I pacifying myself right now? How am I going to feel in an hour when I go home with this $300 bag of stuff that I don't need? Am I going to feel good or am I going to feel bad? You know, it'd be better retail therapy. Mm. Just walking through the mall. Just walking. Mm. Healthier. Just walking no outside. spending money. Just, just walking. Fuck the mall. <laughs> totally fuck the mall but if you have if you feel like you want to go to the mall for retail therapy yeah at least walk that's better therapy than buying anything yeah but and you get the same healthy hormone hit right maybe that's like asking an alcoholic to walk through a liquor store though (sighs) you're right fine walk outside don't walk walk outside (laughs) meet people you love because most of the time when we're doing that it's because we actually need support from our tribe yes that's true and this this stuff isn't replacement for the people which is why when people come in emotional. here, they come yeah. in here and we do the icky thing. We talk yeah. about it. We experience emotions. We have a conversation. If it escalates and it turns into tears and tea, tears and tea happens. Groovy. I would rather have tears and tea than have someone buy shit they don't need than take home and shame spiral. When really it came down to this week, these three things happen. I'm feeling out of control. I'm going to try and do the thing that everyone says works, which is buy more shit. Which never works. It doesn't work. It really doesn't. Tees and tear, man. Tees and tears. You're enough. Absolutely, 100%. There was nothing wrong with you to begin with. <laughs>